0: Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to All Other Business. It's been a little while since we last had a chance to chat. And uh, I understand you've been, you're a traveling man, huh? You went on vacation?
1: Yes, I went to the uh, far north to Alaska. First time and last time.
0: That is quite the uh, departure for you.
1: Yes, that was uh, me not being a traveler. Did make it up there. We did a bus tour, which is 12 hours on a bus bus every other day which that was a lot of fun you get saddle sores from that and uh you get to meet some interesting people on the bus mostly they mostly annoying people no i shouldn't say it i just wanted to are annoying you ever notice that when you you meet one annoying person you know that the rest of the week you'll see that annoying person every time it's a rule it's a rule they're always there like what they do is they adjust the seats and everything but they always had the annoying people around me. I don't understand that. Why couldn't they move those people somewhere else? But uh, I did mention that we do a podcast, so we may want to get those. I have emails, so we'll get those out to all those people from Alaska.
0: Okay, good, good. We'll pick up another two, three listeners.
1: Yeah, maybe, yeah.
0: <laughs> That'll bring us to 10.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, when was? did you have any memorable experiences?
1: Well, we did a couple of excursions, but one I found very interesting. We did this ghost walk, and I don't really know why, but we did it, right? Because you know there's no such – well, I wouldn't say there's no such thing as ghosts, but you really don't get any, you know, background check on who this guy is that's giving you this ghost walk, right? So we did go on this ghost walk, and each party stops and said, this ghost is here, this person was shot. And then we go into a hotel, and he talks about this woman – that shot herself in one of the stalls oh boy yes and every time someone would use that stall something would happen you know he was telling us the story somebody would come out screaming i heard this whatever so since that point they they decided to keep that stall closed so two of the people that were with me went into the it was in the ladies room so i couldn't go going so they went into the ladies room and both of my friends took pictures at the same time of the stall later on during the week they they showed me a picture of the stall and one person had a blue light coming out of the stall and the other person had nothing so i say wow this is really interesting did you guys maybe had a flash or something and they said no no we had no flash it's uh basically we took it at the same time so we got to show this guy i mean we got to find this guy next week and show him this picture right so I guess he does the tour every day except Monday. And we were there probably about the same time, a week later. And here comes this guy, right, with all his people and everything. So we run up to him and say, hey, excuse me, I just want to show you something. Uh, And he was kind of looking at us like, what do these people want? So we show him the picture, and he didn't know what to say. All the people in the crowd that he was, I guess, walking around were like, oh, let me see the picture. Let me see the picture. Well, I have to tell you. He was like, you got to be kidding me. I thought he was going to say, like, feet don't fail me now. Let me get out of here. There's (laughs) no way he realized that this this could be true. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you guys, he's like, at the look on his face, is like, you got to be kidding. I've been making this up for the last 10 years. Do you really see a ghost? (laughs) (laughs) So what's our topic for today?
0: Well, why don't we talk about the process of trying to find a job we talked about interviews, we talked about the first days on a new job, but we never talked about what it's like to try and get a job, you know, making a resume, using a headhunter, networking, websites, yeah. want ads, all well, of those
1: I think, I think it's changed over the years, right? When you and I first started looking for a job, you, you either looked in the paper, right, and submitted resumes through, a, paper, through, the, through a, a P.O. box or whatever, right? Well, you used a friend who knew somebody somewhere, and then you would send a resume that way, right? But today, things have changed drastically. I mean, I don't even know if, if they even put one ads. Do they put one ads in newspapers anymore?
0: I, you know what? I haven't. Maybe. I, I think maybe there are still classified sections, but usually okay. they'd use recruiters or they go online with the websites like Monster.com and places like that. But I mean, I got my very first job. I was a messenger out of college. My friend recommended me to somebody. But every job I got after that, it was from a want ad in the Times. I would make a phone call or, you know. Really? Yeah. But, you know, I wasn't going for the top-notch jobs. I was just going for like office jobs. You know, I was in a band and I was just trying to get a paycheck to make ends meet. So... But it was easier to get a job back then, too, because uh, nowadays it's very, very difficult. But if I didn't like a job, I would think nothing about quitting it, and then within another week, I'd have another a new job.
1: Yeah, I, I remember getting a job through my mother's cousin. And then after that, since I already had a summer job, I was able to get a job full-time because I went back to those people. And then after that, it was always... I mean, I would send out resumes and always get those reject letters. Sorry, when you know... You know, your resume was garbage and you're not getting a job here. Garbage. Uh, yeah, we used it for toilet paper, you know, but...
0: That was in the form letter? Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, that's
0: harsh. Well, let's, let's start with the resume because that's the calling card. I, there's a lot of different theories on how to do it. And uh, I always believed you should keep it simple, keep it one page. But nowadays, people are writing like books I mean, I used, to, I used to, when I was hiring, I used to read resumes that were seven, eight, ten pages long. Right. Who's going to read that?
1: Kids out of college are giving you three pages.
0: Who's, who's going to read it?
1: I, I don't, I mean, really, out of college? How do you get three pages? I don't care where you hung out when you're in college. I don't care where you got drunk. and. But this is, I mean, what did you do in college? You know what I'm saying? How could you have a resume three pages, you know?
0: Yeah, I played high ali. I was a barista for a summer.
1: I worked in the bookstore,
0: babysat, and sold crack cocaine for extra.
1: (laughs) Sold fake IDs.
0: Sold fake IDs.
1: Only arrested three times. This is classic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that people do that I just ignore is they, you know, if you're going to put stuff on a resume, tell me what you did. Don't tell me I'm a self-starter.
1: Right. Self start. Self motivated. Self motivated. Could do anything. I like the ones that say we'll do anything. Yeah. You know, I'll do anything for a job. Really? What does that involve? (laughs) (laughs) Would you serve me coffee every day? Right. Would you bring baked goods in? (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my criteria. If I did hire someone, they had to bring in baked goods. Baked goods. Yeah.
0: Self starter.
1: Yeah, self-starter, whatever that means. you know. Like-
0: I'm, a, I'm a self-finisher, but that's another story.
1: <laughs> self-finisher.
0: <laughs> we won't get into that right now. <laughs> but I mean, tell me what you did. Don't tell me, you know,
1: I mean. Well, but here's the here's the question. How do you tell someone what you've done? You know, I mean, it's like, do you list your accomplishments? Yes. Do you list your responsibilities? Yes. Do you? Do you know what job you're going for? And now it is like you have to have different resumes for different jobs. Well, that's it. If you're going for an operations, you have to gear your towards operations. If you're going for sales, you got to change your resume to sales, okay? So you could be the same person, but you could do all these different jobs because you have different resumes.
0: You know, the computers, the the word processors, you know, Word, whatever you write your resume are, they come in handy because you can quickly change them. You can look at the posting, see what they're looking for, and try and tell you a resume to that particular job. But please, don't make it seven pages long. Nobody's going to freaking read it, you know? Right.
1: You ever get a resume where it's not even written properly? There's wrong a bad grammar, misspellings?
0: All the time. Cut yeah. and paste. Bad yeah. grammar. Bad capitalization. They're writing it like it's a text message. It's terrible. It's supposed to represent you,
1: you Maybe know? that's why I never got a job. Why? Right. <laughs> Yes it was't good in spelling.
0: <laughs> Are you telling me that you put resume out there with spelling errors?
1: I don't know <laughs> if I, if I knew it was spelt wrong, I would have put it there would I
0: <laughs> You know that actually makes sense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we
0: were told, keep it brief, you know, one, two pages, Max, emphasize your accomplishments. You know, managed a project with a million-dollar budget, got it in within two weeks of deadline. Like that. Put facts around it, you know?
1: Right. We've had, you know, actually have resumes where people, and they lie on their resume.
0: Of course. I remember once there was a gap in my resume, and I just left it there. There was a gap of a few months, right? And this was early on. And I was with some job hunting guy, some agency guy, and he goes, well, you can't have a rap a gap on your resume if anybody asks you about it just tell them you were working on the family business
1: okay as and i said
0: to the rest of them, wait a minute if there was a family business why would i be here <laughs> how can i explain that away so what if i say oh i was working on the family business and then the guy says well what business are you in now i have to make up a whole story in the interview
1: <laughs> yeah right? now you have to lie even better right so you better be ready to answer. But here's a classic resume. I know we're going all over the place, but I, I have to say things as they come into my head. I always yeah, forget them. That's fine. One of the things not to put on a resume is things that, you've, like you said, you've never done. Unless you can come up with a good story, don't put it on your resume. But I had a guy that put on his resume that he played golf. <laughs> and as a friend of mine would say, this guy didn't know a, go- a golf ball from a goofball okay so he asked us to look at his resume and a friend of ours looked at his resume and he's going through the resume he's looking He goes, okay this looks good went to st john yeah okay and he gets to activities and he says plays golf so he says to the guy oh you you play golf huh well you know he goes well you know <laughs> not really but he goes okay uh So if the person's interviewing says to you, so I see you play golf, what's your handicap? And he says, I'm from the Bronx. (laughs) That is a true story. So my friend turns to me and goes, take golf off your resume. (laughs) Did you can't answer what your handicap is. Take it off your resume. He really felt being from the Bronx was a major handicap for him.
0: You know, I feel like I feel like honesty is the best policy, but you can't really go too far with it. Like, if you really were truly honest, you know, you'd put on your resume, not self-starter, but no motivation whatsoever, <laughs> you know, often late.
1: <laughs> often late. Don't know what a computer looks like. Couldn't
0: care less about this job.
1: <laughs> never never graduated. Right? <laughs> failed my GET exam, my GED exam. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm a loser, but I need a job. But I did have a person that put on his resume that he graduated college. And I hired the person and HR actually did a research. And this guy graduated supposedly thirty five years ago. And they went back and checked and found out that he never graduated. He missed four credits from graduating. You imagine finding out 30-some-odd years ago that you lied on your resume? Isn't there a statute of limitation when it comes to that? Yeah. Can't you be exempt from lying on your resume after 30-some-odd years?
0: I think a lot of people just assume you're not going to check, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the way you're supposed to put it together is first of all the first thing you're supposed to put is objective, right? My objective is usually to do to make as much money and do as little work as possible. That's the truth. <laughs> right? but you got to you got to put something in there that it, it all sounds the same you know to get into a situation where i can use my skills to advance and help the i mean come on it's all crap
1: you know well there has to be something in a resume it's like you have to have a catcher you know something that's going to catch your eye right remember years ago it was like what paper you put it on you know you put on gray paper or something so it, so it separates you from the other who put on white paper remember that years ago yeah. Now, you don't even submit. I mean, you do everything's online. You don't even submit a actual paper resume, right? Right. So, you don't have to care about the color or the. You used to use parchment paper or something, if you remember. Yeah. Why don't you just take my paper and put it in a cup of tea and it'll look like parchment paper. <laughs> the, so, so the, what should you be putting on a resume to catch somebody's eye? Like, you know, like you said, self-starter. No, we've heard that already.
0: Well, you know? I don't know. You put a picture of yourself, you put a- That could hurt. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, something like I work naked, you know, maybe something like that. I don't work for girls. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: you know, people use the activities or interest sections. That's what they use to try and catch somebody's eye. And, And sometimes, too, like we went to school. You put that in there just in case the person who's interviewing you went to the same school.
1: You know you're in trouble when they highlight their high school. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay. What happened after that? You know,
0: Play tuba in the marching band. <laughs> yep. Where's
1: really? the sound effects? No tuba it. sound effect.
0: Okay. Keep talking. I'll find it.
1: So the, the, the other thing that you have to be careful is like, you know, sometimes if you get names like foreign names or whatever, you don't know if it's a male or a female. Someone puts Pat Smith. Okay, that could go either way, right? But some of the names that people have today, you don't know if it's a male or a female. It's a guest.
0: Well, it shouldn't matter though. Right? I guess, is
1: I guess not. But you good. would you want to be prepared. You want to see if someone comes in, what they look you know, you want to know is that the right person when they come to the door? You know? <laughs> <laughs> am I looking for a male or am I looking for a female? Or well, just tell them to wear a white carnation when they come in. I'll be the one with the blue suit. Still not going to help. Right. And here's, a, here's actually a very interesting story. I did get a resume, but I really couldn't like pronounce the name. Okay? Because it, it was like, I guess it would be like, a, I don't know if it was Indian or whatever, but it was a full name and I couldn't really pronounce the name. So I said I would meet you downstairs at 11.35. So, I go down because we have security check. So, I see this woman by the security guard checking in. And I yell out, hi, Jirani!" <laughs> right? Excuse me, Jirani. And she turns and goes, yeah. Oh, hey, I'm so-and-so. And she shakes my hand. And we start walking in. And so, of so a sudden, I see this other woman come in. And I just realized it was the wrong person. <laughs> so I was like, geez, how am I gonna interview this person now? It, that would have been awkward, you know? She probably would have realized after the first two minutes, like, I'm not here for an interview. What what are the odds? Really? Yeah, what are the odds? You have two Gerades, you know what I'm saying? It's like whatever the name was. Zahani. <laughs> two people in the world have the same name? At the
0: same time in the same place.
1: But then she said, Oh, I thought you said Jadadi or something. Oh gee, sorry, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, that's one thing where a picture on the resume would have been helpful,
1: right? Yeah. But I often think of how far this could have went. <laughs> you know, like how long would it have been till we realized? It's like my friend one time was talking about Gandhi's the movie Gandhi. Uh-huh. And he thought the other guy was talking about the movie Dandi. Remember Dandi, the cartoon? <laughs> And this went on for hours, you know, like, yeah. And he's got, this was one of the best movies I've ever seen. And my friend's like, Dandi was the best movie you've ever seen? Right? And they were talking for like, and then finally goes, I, I gotta, excuse me, I really thought Dandi was a horrible movie. He's got, Dandi, I've been talking about Gandhi. <laughs> so I had a Dandi Gandhi situation almost with an interview. Thank God he didn't hire her. She right? didn't even go, I didn't even go in this place with her. Luckily, the person just came in. She would have been in my office looking at me like, what the hell are you asking me? So excuse me. Tell me what you've done the last 12 years. You know, I'm a
0: physical therapist.
1: Yeah, I'm a physical therapist. Oh, geez. Doesn't really fit the criteria for banking. And
0: yet on your resume, you say you've been in banking for the past 10 years. Yeah. So basically, everything you're telling me on your resume is a complete lie. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Oh, my goodness. All those right, are,
1: look. Those are true stories.
0: Rules of the road, okay? Be brief. Don't cut and paste. Tell me the facts. Give me a couple pages. You know, I'm a busy guy.
1: Even they say two pages is plenty. Plenty. You know, really. I don't really care that you, you know, you you little guy that brought the coffee machine in. That was your idea. It had the coffee club. Right. Now that's true. I, I mean, I, don't, I I'll be honest with you. I've seen many, many resumes, and I really don't even read them. I just kind of look to see the first part, you know, their last job. Yeah, I don't really care what they did ten years ago. You know, me
0: either. That's that's exactly what I do. I read the first two, maybe three jobs going back a few years. Let me know what you've been doing recently. That's all I care about. Right.
1: And you then know? you have the square peg in the circle guy. You know, the one that has no experience or background of what your job is, and yet they try to convince you that they could do the job. So you've been working in a supermarket and now you think you could be a product manager. Yes, because I, you know, I used to sort the groceries and uh, as a product manager would. You know, I was like, what? And, and here's another issue you have with resumes too, as we see, you know, they were making 150000 and they were applying for a job for 40000 well, how do you fit that in? You know, one guy just said, "I'll do anything. I just want a job." And, his, and but his resume had no relevance whatsoever to the applica- to the the listed position.
0: Well, then how did he even get into the door?
1: I guess he he knew somebody. Oh, he knew somebody.
0: Well, that that brings us to the next part of this, which is how you actually find you know how you actually get your foot in the door. How what avenue? To find the job, it used to be like we said, ads in the paper or connections. But now it's more complicated. Websites, search firms, search firms, by the way, and I know people. Some people may be listening who actually would do that line of work. They're not inherently bad, but I found that that they they often mismatch the candidate with the job. They're just looking for a few key terms in the resume. They don't really do an in depth read of the person and i was sent a lot of resumes from people that didn't even have anything to do with what i was asking for right
1: yeah and that's usually because and then they try to convince you to hire the person right you know and it's funny because i actually had a person come in and we actually hired the person so she went from running a pork store italian pork store or a specialty store to try to get a job with the bank how did you even get this interview if you're working for the Italian specialty store? Yeah. But they must have, like you say, it must be like keywords. She must have at one time work for a bank. So it's okay. She worked for a bank. Let's bring her in. You know, Right, right. we hired her too. She was pretty good as, as, as far as getting in the door. It's the worst worker we ever had. Do you know why she got the job? Why? Because she said she would bring in Italian specialty stuff. There you go. Never did. Never got a ravioli from her.
0: (laughs) Then, uh, I mean, I don't even know why people, you know, bother to post their resumes online anymore. Like monster.com, there's a couple of websites out there that people use. I don't even know if anybody – I'll tell you what, though. When I was working for the bank, they had – the HR recruitment would actually go to those websites and they would look for potential candidates. That's one of the things they did. I think we do. Yeah,
1: huh? Yeah, I think we we do we do go through those, yes. But there's different criteria, it's like you know, is it like you say the keywords, salary requirements? You know, if you put the wrong salary requirement in, they won't even look at you. But yet they don't list the salary range.
0: Yeah, that's not fair.
1: Yeah, that's not right. That's like a trick question. How much you want to make?
0: Yeah, I want to make a million dollars.
1: <laughs> I want to million. be your boss.
0: Yeah, eventually.
1: Yeah, that's a good start. I want to be your boss. What's your objective? To be your boss. To
0: put you out of a job. (laughs) If you're going to be honest, right? Objective to take your job.
1: (laughs) But I'm telling you, a lot of it's changed too is that you can't ask certain questions now. You can't, and and people, you can't even like stop someone if they have a a criminal record. What is this gap from 1995 to 2003? Sing, sing yeah
0: well, you can always put i was a manufacturer of license plates <laughs> i was in a uh, license plate manufacturing operations
1: I, I dug trenches in the you know on on the on the side of a road yes
0: maintenance Maintenance the, man yeah clean <laughs> latrines and uh
1: i did laundry i was a laundromat man yes
0: yes i was in the family business in the <laughs> yeah Big family. We all wore the same suit, orange.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got yeah. caught stealing money. Okay, you should work for a bank.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. You're hired. <laughs> You're
1: hired. I was actually there is a true story where the guy was hired from a bank and he didn't put it on a resume, but they did find out later that he was a bank robber. He had experience, knew knew his way around the branch.
0: Absolutely. That's like that guy that uh, DiCaprio played in the movie. He was a Czech kiter. And then they eventually, I think the the FBI eventually hired him to. Yes. Because he had the skills to spot fraud.
1: I actually met that guy. Very funny. Very, very good speaker. I think he stole my wallet, though.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's on you. That's on you.
1: Never shake a guy's hand.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, you know he's been indicted well, I tell you that the, the main job I ever had was working for a, a big bank, and that was one of those cattle calls. There was a big ad. I don't even know if they do this anymore. A big ad, the New York Times, programmers wanted. And I was fresh out of getting um, taking some courses in programming, submitted my resume, and got hired. How about that?
1: That's, yeah. Well, I think today you really don't even do that. Today what you do now is if, if you target companies you want to work for, and then you go to their website and you look up career and that's how you move ahead. But that's what you do now is I guess you would go to their people's websites. Not saying you're going to get the job, but at least you can. Not like us, we had to look in the New York Times. And some of the times you didn't even know who the company was. You know how many people I've known that send resumes to their own company? <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be embarrassing.
0: <laughs> and let's say you do want to work for a company. Okay, I'll say Apple. I don't know. Make it up. They say you should research the company, you should learn everything you need to know about it so that when you talk to the interviewer, they know that you've done your homework and that you really want to be there. But you know what else? People can see right through that too, right? Well, if anybody can read anything about anything on a website, That's, you're not impressing me if you walk in knowing about the company. I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about what you can do to help me.
1: Yeah, the worst case scenario is they know more than you about the company. Uh, yeah, see, so your stock has been climbing at the rate of two percent per month. You've not <laughs> missed any gold. You've made major capital investments. Plus, your <laughs> capital gains have been substantial, and your profits have been unbelievable in the last three years. Right? Really? I missed that.
0: So, yeah, I can see you're a real self starter. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. Get out.
1: Yeah, that's like. We're- you know, people come in to give me presentations. The first thing I tell them is eliminate the first few pages. I don't care about the company. Just tell me about the product.
0: Yeah, but that's the same thing when you're looking for a job. You know, I'm good to, uh, eliminate. I'm a busy guy. Eliminate all the bull. Come on, just let's get down to how can you help me. That's all I care about. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. you got it. Like I said, it has to relate back to the position that you're you're hiring. Tell me where you see the synergy. You know what I'm saying? How does it? How can you help me?
0: Wait a minute, Synergy.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank that you.
0: was really impressive, I must say. Yes. The last job that I got offered was actually offered to me because I had a friend who worked in that company and he, he was staffing up for a project and he called me and he said, You want to work here? And uh, so that's another way networking, yes. right? That's yes. probably the best way that they say, you know, just make some contacts. I guess they have professional organizations. Of course, you have LinkedIn now. You can network just with the people that you already know and see what they know, see what they're aware of and so forth. So that's probably the best chance that you're going to get of finding something that's suited to you and that you're suited for.
1: Right. I always thought that was a Chinese restaurant. LinkedIn.
0: All right. You don't get the applause. What do you get? Here you go. You get the crickets for that one.
1: All right, we tried.
0: You are batting five hundred. Not bad.
1: Not bad. <laughs>
0: so, how did you get the job that you're in now?
1: Uh, I, it was again someone that I had worked for, like yourself, prior.
0: Okay, see, I, the- I
1: haven't had I haven't interviewed for a job, but I would say in uh, since 1992. So, and I basically put a and that resume was very impressive. What I did is I put a portfolio together. I actually presented the, per- knowing what they needed and went back to them and showed them what I've done in the past that match exactly what they need to do to grow. That's what, I- that's what I'm talking about. That was a here, you know, I had like a whole binder and stuff, you know, I showed them example documents, example products that I created and so forth. And that's how I, you know, and I got my resume through from someone who knew that person. And I actually wrote a letter and said, this is what I will do for your company. And I addressed it to this person. And five years later, after I had been working for this person for five years, I found the letter. And I went into this office. and my, It was the big boss. Of the time. And I said, listen, this is what I, I, I promised I would do for you. And I just want you to look at the letter and compare it to what I've done, which was everything I said I would do in the letter, right? which was quite impressive, I thought, right? He took the letter and he threw it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you son of a gun, you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you didn't want to give me any credit. <laughs> you know, often people listen to these podcasts and they say, is that really a true story? <laughs> I say, That's true.
0: It is all true. I'm we telling you.
1: We do not make this stuff up. It's true.
0: The only trouble with networking is when you're young, it's a catch-22. You don't have the connections yet. Well, mm-hmm. if you went to a good college, maybe you have connections through the school. Maybe right. they have a placement office at the school that can help right. you. But networking really only works if you've been in the in the business world for a little while, don't you think?
1: Right, but again, you could gear yourself towards either startup positions and so forth, and and you know, there's got to be some companies that I'm sure say college graduates, or whatever you know, or getting the the key is internships, getting internships. Ah. I actually have a friend whose son is working at Cooperstown, the Hall of Fame, and some of the financial guys or the big bosses will sit down with him and actually interview him for a potential position next year after he graduates.
0: That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, that's that's nice, you know.
0: I did an internship. I thought at one point I don't know if you remember this, I wanted to be a psychologist. So I did an internship at a medical center one summer, and I had one job that day, one job, which was to make sure that the clients, the, or they, they call them clients, the patients, got from one place to the other, right? Right. One of them escaped.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he ran.
1: Was he naked?
0: No. I had one job. You
1: had to chase him?
0: Yeah. People chased him. They finally chased him. They got oh,
1: him. You didn't have to chase him.
0: No. One job I had, yeah. sport the nod.
1: Yeah, I didn't know you wanted to be a psychologist. That's the first time I heard that. Yeah, well, that didn't really work out. Why did we talk about this in the in the, the podcast when we talk about aspiring uh, jobs that we wanted? You never mentioned that.
0: Well, because once I got a little taste of it, I wasn't. I didn't <laughs> want to do it anymore. Here's the thing about getting into the mental health field: you got to deal with a lot of crazy people. However,
1: yeah. it's like serving th- soup to nuts.
0: Little little did I know that that's exactly what I would be dealing with in the corporate world. So, therefore, I was well prepared.
1: Oh, yeah. Trust me. I deal with a lot of personalities. There you go. And
0: see, that's exactly the type of information that should be put on a resume. Prone to <laughs> meltdowns.
1: <Yeah.
0: laughs> have, have been known to throw a tantrum.
1: <laughs> Beat up my boss. Did two years. <laughs> yes. Although we did have someone actually interview, didn't put on a resume, but did say that she couldn't get along with her boss. That's why she quit. I was like, ooh. Yeah. jeez, what's the chance of that reoccurring? That should be on the resume. Yeah. Why you want to leave your current job? There you go. Right? That should be on your resume.
0: Usually they save that for the interview, but don't waste. Don't even come into you know, the don't
1: office. Father, if you could do something catchy on that type of thing, you know, we'll be bring you right in. Right. You know, want to move to a new city? You know, want to upgrade? Want to? I want a a five five room apartment instead of a studio. Okay, that's great. Like that.
0: Reason for leaving: boss and idiot. Okay, <laughs> that might raise a red flag right there. <laughs>
1: You got your do's and your don'ts.
0: Asked to leave hygiene problem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Call my boss gorgeous. All right.
0: I think we kicked this one dead. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening. And remember, we're at www.dimwitty.podbean.com. We're also on iTunes all the business, I recommend that you follow us on iTunes so that you'll be notified when we post a new episode, which is once every, what, three months or so. So be on the lookout for the next one. <laughs> That's it.